On this episode, hear from Johnson County Museum and Arts and Heritage staff who will share details of the month-long celebration of Hispanic culture. Find out how you can appreciate the culture through art, literature, food, and more. We'll also talk about how the museum continues to serve Johnson County through the pandemic and is offering virtual experiences to get your arts and exhibits fixed. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County Government. Here today, we are going to talk about Hispanic Heritage Month. We're right in the middle of it, and we have some great guests from Johnson County to discuss some of these traditions that we're going to be observing. So uh, we'll start off with some introductions, if you guys can both introduce yourselves. Absolutely. I'm Susan Mong, Superintendent of Culture, and it's a pleasure to be here. I'm Andrew Gustafson. I'm the Curator of Interpretation for the Johnson County Museum. And tell us a little bit about Hispanic Heritage Month. Sure. Uh, So it's a month-long celebration. It runs from September 15th through October 15th uh, to incorporate the Independence Days of several Latin American countries as well as Columbus Day. Um, And in Johnson County, it's a chance to uh, sort of recognize the the long history um, and the achievements of Latino, uh, the Latino community in Johnson County, and also celebrate the culture and food and music um, of that community. And it's our second annual um, celebration. We were able to do that in person last year, and and it was really a beautiful community um, building event. Um, And while we miss being able to do that this year, we're so um, happy as a staff to do what we can do to celebrate and reflect, again, the, um, the imprint and the stories and the celebrations of many in our community. And can you talk a little bit about the ways that Johnson County celebrates, Um, just more specifically going into exhibits and things like that? Sure. Uh, So uh, this year we have um, several facets to the celebration. As Susan said last year, we had a a great event. And this year going virtual, we're able to celebrate all month long. Um, And so we have two keynote uh, programs, one on Uh, October 8th, it's the Poet Laureate of Kansas, Wasker Medina. He'll be giving a presentation called May Our Voices Ring True uh, about the power of poetry. And on October 15th, uh, Arts in the 21st Century, uh, a documentary series um, called Borderland, uh, that will be a a celebration of Latino art uh, along the borderlands. And that'll be a program. Both of those programs are free, actually, um, but you do need to register for them. So make sure you do that ahead of those programs. I'm also proud to share that we are also highlighting uh, members of our community um, that are doing really amazing things, not only here in Johnson County, but nationally. Um, And so we will have three video highlights um, of three such individuals. The first one is Angela Cervantes. She um, is the author of the junior novel Coco, um, which we all know, of course, um, from Disney and Pixar. We're so privileged to have her join us. Um, and share a little bit about her journey as a writer. And again, she lives right here in Johnson County. And here's just a little bit of that Facebook video with award-winning Johnson County author Angela Cervantes talking about the experience writing for Disney. So I was just at my home writing another story when I got an email from Disney Worldwide and they asked me if I was interested in working on this special book with them that was going to accompany this movie all about Dia de los Muertos. And I was super excited because... I love Dia de los Muertos. I know this holiday. I have grown up celebrating this holiday almost every year. So I was very excited and I said, yes, I will work on it. So it took me three months to work on this. That was a deadline given to me. 
And once I was done, I actually got to go to the big Hollywood premiere. That was super cool. I got to meet all the producers, some of the actors, and I got to walk on the red carpet, except the red carpet wasn't a red carpet. The red carpet was made out of orange marigold petals. It was amazing. And we'll have a link to that full video in the show notes of this episode. Um, we have Eric Arazo, who is an educator um, with the Olathe School District, and he has partnered with um, the Olathe Police Department on an amazing um, leadership development program um, for Latino youth, and it is um, really inspirational, and I, I look forward um, to sharing his story with, with our community. Um, and then last but not least, we have Shana Carraza, who is um, nationally known as an author, um, a poet, and an artist. And and she is going to um, feature in her video uh, the preparation on the artistic um, display of Dio de los Muertos, which is um, a day of the dead. And that is um, celebrated on November 1st um, in many Latino traditions. And so she's going to demonstrate that for us. And I just want to say that um, the Latino community is really part of the DNA of Johnson County. And um, we, we are excited to um, share a few of these stories and continue to collect more because we know there's been a lot of impact and stories untold to date. The Board of County Commissioners also is honoring Hispanic Heritage Month. Here's a portion of the September 10th Commission meeting where Eric Arazo accepted a proclamation. In uh, recognition of uh, Hispanic uh, Heritage Month from uh, September 15 to October 15. And I'm going to ask uh, Eric Urazo to uh, come to the podium. Just a little information about Eric. He is uh, an employee of the Olathe School District. Uh, Eric came to Olathe from California, where he grew up, and uh, uh, served in the Army, uh, went to work at the Olathe School District in security, uh, and I understand was motivated by his association with students to uh, uh, receive a bachelor's and master's degree in education. And uh, he's very, very active in the school district's diversity program. Uh, he's also very active uh, in the community, uh, a member of the Olathe uh, Latino Leadership Network, and uh, Eric also serves on the Criminal Justice Advisory Council uh, for Johnson County. As a Hispanic educator, active community member, and Army veteran, I am honored to be here today. I would like to accept this proclamation on behalf of the Department of Diversity and Engagement for the Olathe Public School District, where I have had the opportunity to serve the Hispanic community for the last 16 years. This is an extreme honor. I would like to send a special thank you to the Olathe Latino Leadership Network, the Johnson County Latina Leadership Network, to Bienvenidos KC, formerly known as the Olathe Latino Coalition, to El Centro, Olathe Police Department, and UCS for all the great work they do for the Hispanic community. I also want to say thank you to the Johnson County Commissioners for making this possible and showing the Hispanic community our presence is valued here in Olathe. In such a diverse community, it is important to continue to highlight the great work of all the different populations that make this county unique. Thank you. Well, Eric, thank you very much. It seems right now uh, kind of cultural diversity is taking center stage as we, we talk about our differences and our, our sameness. And so um, how is that kind of being incorporated into promoting some of these activities that are happening? That's a great question. Uh, if I can, um, I would say there, 
you're seeing some of that on social media, actually, through the museum and the Arts and Heritage Center. Uh, two initiatives that we have. One is called Joko Takeout Challenge. It's a hashtag. And so we're promoting Latino-owned restaurants in Johnson County and sharing their story, really um, encouraging people to try the food at the restaurant, connect with that culture. I think food is probably the easiest way to connect with a, a new culture, a new experience. And so that's, I think, has been really popular on social media. We're also, from the museum, sharing stories that we've collected through the Latino Collecting Initiative. We started this last year um, to reach out into the Latino community. We want to tell a fuller, richer Johnson County history. Uh, a more complete picture. And so the Latino community has to be a part of that picture. Obviously, it's a historic community. Uh, There's so many incredible stories, um, uh, families, businesses, and, and things that have happened in Johnson County. So uh, every Friday, the museum is sharing um, some of the new stories, new photographs, new objects that have been added to the collection over the past year. That's great. And we're, we're so proud to have Andrew and lucky to have him leading um, that effort. And I also just want to mention, too, that in the last couple of years, and I know Andrew mentioned this in a, a previous interview, but Overland Park was actually rated in the top 25 places for um, Latino businesses um, to start a business. And so um, I think that we have um, a really amazing foundation and um, a lot of economic activity already happening here. Um, and so, again, it's really about um, celebrating um, a part of our community that's always been there and always been contributing um, and just highlighting that a little bit more. Especially in a virtual environment, um, you know, exploring those different ways to, to appreciate the culture is really, really neat. And I want to say a word about that because I, of course, don't have a Latino background. Um, and um, I want to just share that what we feel like is a strength um, to our approach and what is um, really critical to our efforts um, for this year's event and those going forward is our partners. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we're um, representing the Latino community in a way um, that is authentic, that is diverse. The Latino community is extremely diverse. Um, someone that is from Argentina has a very different cultural makeup than someone from Cuba or Mexico or Colombia. So we want to make sure that we're um, authentically representing that and we need to bring those partners to the table and we're, we're really thankful for those that are alongside us in that journey. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think um, that's probably one of the, the biggest misconceptions about the Latino community, not just in Johnson County, but across the country is um, the history, you know, the long history of Latinos um, across the country. And then of course in Johnson County, uh, you know, going back to the Santa Fe Trail, um, early 1900s railroad laborers and, and meatpacking industry. Uh, and then of course, more recent immigrants from South and Central America, but it, it is a, such a diverse um, story to, to tell and then so many different experiences to, to be able to share um, with others in the county, so. And you talked about um, just being authentic with, with um, this celebration. And uh, can you talk about how you've been able to do that, especially in a, a virtual environment? Um, again, I think that really um, speaks back to our partners that have been a part of the planning process and a part of um, curating um, really the things that we want to bring to our audience that are um, virtual friendly, so to speak. Um, some things that we, we are going to miss this year are sort of that encounter with dance, for example, or um, we had a live painter last year. And so we look forward to resuming some of those experiences um, next year. But um, the goal this year was, again, to bring those partners to the table and make sure that we were doing, what, again, what we can do um, to authentically and um, 
in an honoring way um, reflect the, the traditions and, and beautiful cultures. For one thing we didn't mention, um, you know, we talked a bit about virtual programming and things to follow on social media. Last year, the museum created um, a digital exhibit. It's bilingual. It's called Latinos in the Heartland or Latinos in El Corazón de los Estados Unidos. Um, and we actually uploaded that to the website. So if you go to uh, jcprd.com slash virtual museum, you'll find a digital exhibit uh, category and you can check out uh, that exhibit there and learn about the history of Latinos in Johnson County. Um, it's an overview, certainly. Uh, there's some several, you know, several great stories shared in there, uh, but it gives you a sense sort of um, of that long history that we keep, we keep mentioning. That's great. And I do want to talk a little bit too about uh, just the way that you guys are still um, serving the public. I know with, uh, with COVID it's, it's, been challenging and I know that there were limited hours and things like that at the beginning. Can you talk a little bit about how um, Johnson County can still access the resources that you guys provide? Absolutely. Well, I'll um, start by just saying that our building is open to the public. Um, both our museum staff and our fine arts staff have done a beautiful job of really listening to the community and creating um, a way for the community to react and share what their experience has been through this difficult time. And so our art exhibition space right now features, um, gosh, over 55 artists that um, provided, again, that visual sort of um, response. It's, it's beautiful. It's um, emotional. It's moving. So I encourage the public to come and view that. It's a, a free to the public there. Um, and then I'll let Andrew talk a little bit about the amazing um, response that our museum had in a very short order to uh, also um, reflect what's going on in our community. Yeah, um, so during sort of the very height of the beginning of the pandemic, I guess, uh, working from home and um, we worked in six weeks, we were able to create an exhibit called Rising to the Challenge. Um, and it occupies a space up in the commons area here in the building, uh, free to the public uh, whenever the building is open. Uh, and it, it really looks at past eras of difficulty, whether it was economic or war, uh, disease or personal tragedy, natural disasters, uh, and really how the community responded to that uh, through innovation, adaptation, sacrifice, strength and resilience, and then, you know, uh, remembrance and, and coming together to get through it and, and looking at those examples from the past to hopefully provide some inspiration and some context to the era that we're, we're still in. So, um, and then of course the rest of the museum is open as well. Uh, right now we have a, a Coney Island exhibit through the middle of October, October 17th, and we'll be open, opening a quilt exhibit on November 7th. So there are still ways to engage here in the building, in the exhibit space for the museum, um, and then lots of ways to engage online through the social media content that we post almost daily, um, the virtual content we've mentioned here, and then also uh, jocohistory.org. It's a collaborative website, lots of historic images, um, maps, newspapers, and magazines. So lots of things to explore online if you're more comfortable uh, hanging out at home for now too. And then I have to just mention as well that we have tried to bring culture into our outdoor spaces. Of course, we're part of the park and recreation family. And so one of the partnerships we were able to form um, is with the Kansas City Symphony. So we have 14 different performances in seven different parks. Um, and information on everything we've talked about is on jcprd.com, by the way, to see all of the Hispanic Heritage Month offerings, as well as the symphony um, concerts as well. So for those that want to get out into the outdoors, we encourage you to encounter culture there, and we'd love to see the public um, in any of those spaces. All right. Thank you so much, and thanks for listening. You just heard Joko on the go. 
Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.